Hey everyone, it's the 12 Days of Misfits. Alright, welcome back. It is day two of the 12 Days of Misfits. And Brandon is got a half point lead at the moment because we gave him half credit. He yeah. didn't he didn't do too bad for his first round. I don't know what sports you get half points in, but I'm gonna take it. You know, we'll 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 go with it. It's like you know, yeah. I don't even know. I don't know. Are there? There's got to be a sport that gives half. I'm sure. So if you know, please give us a yeah. comment. It's like Let a half. Know. It's a half sack. We'll give you a half sack. How about that? Perfect. So reach into your sack and let's get number two. All right, so again, I'm pulling out a verse here, and Andrew will read it, and my goal is to see if I can figure out how it specifically relates to Christmas. So for day number two, we have Galatians 4. Yes, and I know it's not the whole chapter, so let me see what verses we're going for here. All right, verses 1 through 11 once I get there, if my pages don't stick together. And again, this is out of the Holman Christian Standard that I'm reading, so... Now I say that as long as the heir is a child, he differs in no way from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. Instead, he is under guardians and, and stewards until the time set by his father. In the same way, we also, when we were children, were in slavery under the elemental forces of the world. When the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption as sons, and because you you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. But in the past, you didn't know God. You were enslaved to those things that by nature are not God's. But now since you know God, or rather you have become known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and bankrupt elemental forces? Do you want to be enslaved to them all over again? You observe special days, months, and seasons, and years. I am fearful for you that perhaps my labor for you has been in vain. All right, so taking a stab here at Galatians 4, I guess there's two things swirling around my head. And if you couldn't tell, some of these are easier than others. Yeah, I'm going to go with hopefully the (laughs) obvious portion in this. Of in verse four, when the time came to completion, God sent his son, born of a woman, Mary, born under the law, to redeem those under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. So, uh, specifically, Jesus coming to Mary. And again, at the appointed time. Yes. Yes. And but what was your second guess? Because you said that you, you had two potentials here. So I'm interested to see what your second one is. Maybe we'll give you two points. Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to go with what I'm looking for is more so verses 8 through 11 about um, it would probably be like Jewish or rabbi law, maybe as far as what their expectations were for somebody coming back and looking back to the old ways and basically you're you're going to still be stuck in those bankrupt elemental forces unless you look to the true son who will be sent yeah so there are two different ways you can look at this obviously the easiest one is the fact that it literally talks about the christmas story yeah which is part of why it was very easy to find when i was putting the list together <laughs> and i figured a couple of these 
we need to give you a, a break. A couple from your, softballs from your there, yes, yeah. And get a full point. But the second part of it is the reason we read all the way to verse eleven is because of the fact that this really is the story of why Jesus is coming. In the past, it says you didn't fully know God. Everybody assumed they knew God because they had the law. They had come out of exile somewhat complete, and they had redone the temple. And even though they are enslaved to Rome, they still have some freedom. But Paul here goes and says, In the past, you didn't even know God, and you were enslaved to the things that by nature are not God. He goes a full step beyond the conditions of the Jews when Jesus comes to the conditions of the heart of the people before Jesus comes. They thought they were enslaved to their masters, the, the Romans. They were expecting the, the Messiah to come and overthrow Rome. They expected the Messiah to come earlier on and overthrow Greece. They expected the Messiah to come and return them from exile, which little in Messiah he does through Cyrus back in Daniel, which we read yesterday. You know, all these different things, but the reality of it is that God was much more interested in the nature of their hearts than the nature of who they were sending their taxes to at the time. Mm. And so there is a little bit of both in this. So we'll give you two points. No, I'll just take the full one point. You're, you're just happy with one I'll point. I'll just be happy with one. Okay. Yeah. That makes up for the half. So that's good. I so, at least yeah. identified two sections. And... That's right. You were able, you got extra credit on this one. So again, this one's a little bit easier we got some more hard ones in there. We've got some not-so-hard ones in there. We, You know, a bunch of different things. So stay with us. I believe tomorrow actually is going to be a little bit of a longer episode, and we're actually going to be pulling it out of my stocking. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm.